Blog Talk Radio. <clears throat> he was up each morning with the dawn because he knew his daily run was long and hard and he had to be ready to get his freight train down the track determination he would never lack a little locomotive called Freight Train Freddy. Hi everyone. Welcome to Getting on Top. I'm your host Paul Morris. We're here Tuesdays now from 4 to 4.30 p.m. That's East Coast time. We broadcast from the southern Hudson Valley region of New York State, which is the northern suburbs of New York City, my hometown. And uh, if someone has a question or comment for me and my guest, please dial 1-347-215-9456. And that little ditty was Freight Train Freddy from the book of the same name, which I wrote. And the uh, person who sang and wrote that song is Peter Tizone, who's also the illustrator of the book. If someone would like to find out more about the book or see its uh, beautiful pictures that uh, Peter Drew, or see some of the verse that I wrote, you can go to ftfcreations.com. That's FTF as in Freight Train Freddy, creations.com. <clears throat> and today I'm very pleased to have back Paula Caracappa. We're going to talk about Awaken to Your Best Self. Paula is a Reiki master. Sorry about that. Reiki <laughs> master. Teacher, polarity practitioner, EFT practitioner, meditation facilitator, ordained minister, and the founder and chair of the Westchester Holistic Network. She knew that there were many superb healing practitioners in the world who were in need of a platform for their services and products. She decided she could be of greater impact and uh, making the world a better place by offering information on many wellness practitioners rather than just herself. As a result, Paula established and directs the Awaken Wellness Fairs, the popular body, mind, spirit, green expos that have been part of the Westchester landscape and beyond for 12 years. The fairs have grown from 42 people at the first event to 1,000 or more in her semi-annual Awaken Fair in Tarrytown, New York. You could check out the fairs at www.awaken.com fairs.com so hi paula how are you so today? hi paul <laughs> i'm great i'm great and i like your freight freight train freddy song i hadn't heard yeah. it before and very cute very cute Isn't and what a creative wonderful? guy you have yeah between his um i love the illustrations in the book and mm-hmm. um and now it turns out he's a songwriter and a singer also my goodness yeah wow. and and, Good and yeah talk about Talented, and by the way, I got I found out about uh, Peter at one of your WHN meetings. How Talk do you about like networking. <laughs> I announced I needed an illustrator, <laughs> and one of the people there said I know one, and he Isn't was Peter. Something. So there you go. You know, it would be it so all interesting. Yeah, it all, all it all comes together and all around. It would be so interesting to know how many collaborations and partnerships and resources 
people have found through WHN because I do I hear stories like this regularly. Oh, I met her at your meeting, or oh, you know, we first ran into each other there, or I got this idea. <clears throat> I hear that a lot, and it's um, it would be interesting to keep track of it. But whether I keep track of it or not, it's always satisfying when I hear that. Well, maybe you could put together a little uh, a little book someday of all the stories. Well, I will say unsolicited that I have made many wonderful relationships from WHN, not only uh, business, but also friends, friendships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I am not a joiner of groups necessarily, <laughs> but I've been with this group for many years. Yeah, yeah. And the reason is because they do not impose their views. Everyone is allowed to be who and mm-hmm. who he and she is, and that's very important mm-hmm. to me. So it forces, uh, you know, who you are. And that's, yeah, uh, that's absolutely. a big thing so actually on occasion i I just want to say something about that on occasion actually i think you and i have discussed this on occasion someone might have a point of view that is not popular or or maybe just is disliked by someone but i think you know with everything i do and whn is included and the awakened fairs is, is included in the statement i like to be really open and allow people to, as you said, be who they are, present their ideas. And then it's up to the listener to decide, oh, yeah, I, I really like that. I'm going to embrace that. Or, no, that's not for me. It's, you know, it's it's just outside of my, my realm of comfort. But mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, part of part of the way I see my, my purpose is, in fact, to offer this, this smorgasbord of possibilities. Mm-hmm. Well, we do have a caller. I don't know if the person just called to listen to the show, which is possible, or to want to have a, a comment. But before we get to the caller, please be patient okay. if you are a caller. Um, you know, I, I wanted to get started and talk about you, who, the topic of the show. So I know that in a in a another life you did you did something else. You were an HR person uh, yep. for uh, companies. So mm-hmm. uh, let me ask what made you leave uh, the comfort and security of a regular nine-to-five type job <laughs> and to go on your own like this? You know, um, I'll give you a little bit longer answer in just a second, right. but what I want to say is I am so happy that I did that. And even though there have been times that I've been um, really financially strapped, and we can talk about that if you like. Overall, I love, love, love being my own boss. I love making my own decisions and taking responsibility for the outcome. And if the outcome is great, yay. And if the outcome is terrible, <laughs> well, then back to the drawing board. But man, I just love, love this life. I love, uh, I don't know, I love the flexibility. I love when somebody. Like to, right now today, you said, hey, do you want to come on the radio? If I was working 9 to 5, A, you wouldn't have asked me on the radio, I don't think, unless I was doing something terrific with my non-9 to 5 hours. And I couldn't do it. I'm sorry, my time is taken. So, you know, mm-hmm. I guess the flexibility and the creativity that being an entrepreneur allows me is just uh, just right for me. You know, maybe not for everybody, but just right for me. So um, I was in human resources for a long time, and I think many people, you being one of them, 
um, come into this holistic or body, mind, spirit, more spiritual world from the corporate world. And um, one of the things that I enjoy seeing is that today there are younger people coming into this world earlier. They don't have to go through the whole corporate thing before they see the appeal of this world. But um, I had a great time in human resources. I worked for um, a couple of major high-end fashion retailers. I worked for a couple of um, also major high-end restaurants. So, you know, I always say there were times I was very well-dressed and there were times I was very (laughs) well-fed. That was part of my journey. Um, But along the way, I was always interested in health. And the more I read about health, the more I found that there were some hmm, radical edges that were not the usual, you know, exercise, eat three square meals a day, uh, that there were some other things going on in the world of health. And, um, And so as time passed and I read more and learned more, it was very appealing to me. And eventually, it sucked me right out of that corporate world and um, into a different world. Yes, I know. I mean, I I, I did the same thing uh, mm-hmm. a number of years ago. Went into my own business. It's a uh, it's a scary thing to do. Of mm-hmm. course, I was yep. in, you know my kids were out at a house. The mortgage was paid. <laughs> my mm-hmm. wife was working, so it was a little easier, you know. But still, it's it's something that, as you say, has a great risk but also great reward. So yeah. there is a caller. Let me see if, if that person okay. is just wants to listen to the show or has a question or comment. Okay. Hi, yep. caller from 212. Do you have a question or comment or just listening to the show? Hello? Hello? Okay. They're probably just listening. Uh, they often feel uncomfortable getting on the air, but that's very understandable. Okay, so <clears throat> so you, you you were into health, and I went into training. I was a computer person, a salesperson, and I was fascinated by this new training technology, and I, I created a company around it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you had an interest, but you must have had a little more than just an interest. So what, what got you, you know, into this particular thing? Did, were you did you were you a practitioner on the side? Um, I actually I wasn't. Um, what happened was I I was you know reading and dabbling and and I had my my uh, nine to five job. Although it was obviously I shouldn't say obviously it wasn't nine to five. It was a a um, job with some responsibility. And I as I said I liked it for many years. I really enjoyed it. Um, but I took at the open center i took a course called polarity and when i read about the course it it just really intrigued me it was um a two-year certification program and the way polarity was described was um it was all about balance and i I love that concept i tend to be uh it's easy for me to be an extremist in one direction or the other Um, So the idea of balance really appealed to me. Um, It had energy work in it, uh, similar to Reiki. I call it a cousin of Reiki. It had a nutrition piece, which I thought was very interesting. There was a counseling piece, and, of course, being in human resources, I did a lot of counseling. 
So the whole thing just really appealed to me. I signed up for it. I was taking the course. And um, around the same time, 9-11 happened. And I think for me, as for many of us, so many of us, that um, catastrophic day and uh, the days after caused me to think about my life and think about whether I was doing the right thing. Is this is what I am doing giving me the satisfaction that I want for my lifetime's work? And it had really, it had kind of run, run out of steam, I'm going to say, the human resources uh, job. I had, you know, gone from not knowing a lot to knowing some to knowing a lot to uh, being masterful, being somewhat of an expert, training other people. And then it came to the point where no matter what problem walked in the door, I knew the answer to it. And that wasn't very wasn't very interesting anymore, you know, mm-hmm. uh, whereas yeah. this whole new world of, of energy, of body, mind, spirit, that was, was really, it really was a whole new world, and it was extremely intriguing to me. And so I made the decision that that was how I really wanted to spend my time. Mm-hmm. So tell us how, to, how the fairs <clears throat> evolved. You started, as you said, with, with a small group. And then what was the uh, thing that exploded it? What was the catalyst that, you know, from 42 to 1,000, that was, you know, usually yeah, well, these I things go in, in, in ex, you know, they don't usually go gradually necessarily, but kind of little explosions. So what happened? Yeah, absolutely, okay? absolutely. Well, I would say the the main explosion that brought us to, to where we are today with the Awakened Fairs um, was precipitated by an order of sisters. And um, that may sound a little odd, but it really is the truth. Um, As you know, I started out in my office. I had an office in White Plains, and um, the first uh, Awakened Fair was called a Goddess Day, actually. Um, I don't know. Do you remember back when it was Goddess Day? No. It was before my time. Before (laughs) your time. So, uh, So it was Goddess Day. And it probably was a little bit more female uh, focused. Mm-hmm. Um, although back then, you know, we're going back to uh, 2001, holistic practices and practitioners were much more heavily female than today. I'm, I'm so happy that today the mix is changing, and uh, it's not 50-50 yet that there's a much heavier uh, presence of men in the holistic world than there was then. So um, I had 42, a total of 42 people in my office in White Plains, and it was great. Everybody, pretty much everybody, was some kind of a practitioner. People were giving sessions to each other. People who really didn't have a practice, um, they might have been selling teas. I remember we had a vendor who was selling teas and uh, aromatherapy oils. Because it was such a small group, we were able to have someone there who was a um, uh, nutritionist, and she made us a lovely me- meal, and I mean a meal that included a salad, and um, I think the main course was a soup or a stew and some kind of healthy dessert, and it was just, it was lovely, and it was lovely in its intimacy. Um, it was lovely in its tone and spirit, which um, I believe the Awakened Fairs continue today in that way, but it got very popular very fast, so every time I had one, it grew and grew, 
And uh, we outgrew the office space. We ended up going over to the Oaks in New Rochelle, which is a holistic learning center right on Long Island Sound. And we were there for a while. And um, and then um, I got a part-time job in a convent here in White Plains. And they had this beautiful um, space with wonderful high ceilings and old wood and carvings and just uh, I think you can probably imagine what a hundred year old convent would look like and um, lots of empty space so I thought oh this is a good place for an awakened fair and that was really that was where the fair took a big jump in size now it didn't jump to a thousand it jumped from probably like a hundred ish um, in New Rochelle to like 350 that was a big jump and um so that was very exciting. And, you know, you, you mentioned at some point, um, Paul, that um, one of my, I don't know, one of my aha moments was by ha- was that by having fairs, I could reach a lot more people than I could just by being a, a sole practitioner. So now here, this bigger space allowed me to present that many more people. And um, that was very exciting. I um, filled up the space. I rented tables, blah, blah, blah. And the um, the format or the structure, I'm going to say, of the fair has been the same all along. There are speakers. That really is the main event, people who are educating other people about all things holistic. There are healers. There are vendors with uh, products and services that support a healthy lifestyle and kind of the cherry on the Sunday are the intuitive readers. So, so about about uh, a week or two before the event, the sisters came to me and they said, "Paula, we were looking at your website, and you're not having people here to, who speak to the dead, are you?" And I said, "Oops. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm having some intuitive readers." And they said, "Oh no, 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 you can't do that here." Ooh, so, um, of course, the first thought in my head was, what do you mean we can't speak to the dead? Don't you speak to the dead all the time with the saints and so forth? But I didn't say that because (laughs) I actually am a good Catholic girl education uh, girl myself, so I knew I shouldn't say that. Their house, their rules. You didn't want to get hit with a ruler. (laughs) No, I didn't. (laughs) And, you know, um, I had to tell, I don't know how many readers I have, maybe six or eight that day, lined up for that day. And uh, I had to tell them they couldn't participate. So one of them, to this day, participates in my events for free because I felt like I owed because of this event. Um, Another one, I'm not sure how she kind of slipped through the cracks, and she was actually there and did readings. But I guess, I don't know, the sisters didn't notice. Uh, So... So an interesting thing, but where that drove me to was my next stop was the Marriott in uh, Tarrytown, the hotels. And that was the big step, was to step out of the small environment and play big. And uh, I did. And uh, not always smooth going. My very first hotel event um, was at the Marriott, as I said, in Tarrytown. It was in April. And... um, it was the very first warm day. So the event started out quite full in the morning when the temperature was like 40 and 50. 
But it, the temperature rose to like 80 degrees in the afternoon. And everybody, you know, the first warm day of the year, everybody went wherever they went. <laughs> so, okay, that, that happens. Um, not the end of the world. But what was kind of the end of the world on that event, um, and this had to do with me not knowing what I was doing, uh, was the hotel had said to me, do you want electricity at the tables? And I said, well, I guess so. What will it cost? And they said $75. And I said, oh, okay, that's not bad, $75. And um, and then they asked me a question that I should have pursued. And the question was, how many tables do you want electricity at? So thinking the whole ballroom only cost $75, I said, oh, you know, all of them. But it was actually not $75 for the ballroom. It was $75 per table to put in the electricity. Table or per outlet, maybe? <laughs> per table, per table. Table, really? So wow. Yes, yep, $75 times 100. And there went, and I thought I was paying $75. <laughs> and when I got the bill, Paul, I... You could have knocked me over with a feather. But, you know, part of learning, um, <laughs> I know mm. to ask a lot of questions of the mm. hotel, although now the venues I go to are, are people I've worked with previously. So it's, uh, you know, we know each other at this point. But, oh, I live and learn, live and learn. Well, then from um, then you went on to go to different locations, I know. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, maybe you should tell them about that. So, um Tarrytown uh, became my sort of my home base for quite a few years. Still is my home base, really. Um, I had lived in Tarrytown uh, for I don't know twenty years, maybe um, fifteen years. So um, Tarrytown became my home base. The DoubleTree Hotel there became my home hotel. Uh, we have a great relationship. I do the fair twice a year in Tarrytown. It is the longest running. Um, uh, fair that I have uh, twice a year since what maybe 2007. So um, so that's great. And then um, I decided I could do more fairs than just Tarrytown. So um, I added New York City, which is on the one hand a no-brainer because hey, it's New York City. You know, pe- there are a lot of people there. Yeah. On the other hand, it's a little scary. It's New York City. You know. <laughs> So there's that. I now do that twice a year. I also added uh, Fort Lee, um, New Jersey, and I added Stamford, Connecticut, and I did a fair in Brooklyn. would have liked to have um, developed Brooklyn more. I feel like Brooklyn is its, it's almost like its own city, um, mm. and I will get back to that at some point. But So um, expanded the fairs to a number of locations, and then... Um, some of my vendors have said to, had said to me, you know, why don't you do a two-day event? You know what a hassle it is to go into a, an environment and set everything up and and have to take it down at the end of the day? Why don't you do two days? So that's the latest thing, um, the, the Awaken Fair that's happening in New York City on January 30 and 31 at the Hotel Pennsylvania is two days. It's a Saturday and Sunday. And you'd think a two-day event, how much harder could that be? But the truth is it presented a whole other set of, of challenges. So, you know, isn't that wonderful? I get to learn new things all the time, Paul, all the time. So tell me some of the things that, that your uh, vendors have said to you, <clears throat> you know, some of the 
surprises or you know, unexpected, you know, good and bad, anything? I think um, for the most part, I think that the vendors, the exhibitors um, find the Awaken Fair different from other fairs in two ways. One is we're very organized. We um, we give our people lots of instruction, lots of information, lots of support. Um, in addition to being listed on our website with links to their own websites, we do um, email blasts to uh, 7,500 different addresses. We do Facebook postings three times a day. We do uh, Twitter postings at the same rate. So, and we're, what we're featuring in all of this um, media is the individual exhibitors. So I think uh, the exhibitors are surprised to find how much support we give them in that way. And the other thing, um, and it's all very organized. We get that comment a lot, too. We have speakers as well. And speakers as well, yes. Um, The other thing that that we get a comment about a lot is that we're very nice. (laughs) We're very, you know, we're kind, we're supportive. We haven't lost sight of what we're doing here. And what we're doing is giving people information that's going to give them a better life. It is an operation, a an exercise, if you will, in love and compassion. And I, I don't think anybody who works with me, for me, ever forgets that, um, as opposed to some, some expos where the point has become, let's make money. And listen, I am all in favor of money. I've got a mortgage. I've got a car payment. Um, I've got a little dog that needs to be fed. I've got grandkids with college funds and all that. Um, but that's not the beginning. The beginning is doing good for for mankind, for the individual people that make up mankind. And I think everybody that partic- participates in the fair, that's where they come from. They're trying to do good for the world, add positive energy, make the world a better place. So, so um, I think that that yeah. really causes us to stand well, apart. Yeah, I I think is to say I think the the, the proof of the pudding is how many people you have uh, who come back, how many uh, you know exhibitors and speakers. Because uh, I've been you going know, and support, you know, going uh, to the affair and you know volunteering. I did speak at mm-hmm. one. Yep. And yep. I see the same faces, which means you must yep. be doing the right thing. If your customers keep coming back, I. Have to believe that you're doing the right thing. I think that in the mix of the fair, we probably get about 60% of the people of the exhibitors at an event are repeats. Um, Some don't repeat every fair. They might mm, be with me twice a year as opposed to four or six times a year. Um, And the same thing is true of the guests at the fair. There are people who I see at every single fair without fail. Um, and then there are new people that come also. So I think that's just that's a perfect mix because there's that, you know, comfort of seeing the people you, you've you seen before. And then there's the excitement of seeing new people with new offerings or new guests with new, you know, surprises of, of uh, what they've learned and what they've experienced that day. I have to say, Paul, I love what I do. I just love the fair. I I love – if I weren't – directing it, I would be there. I would be there all day from the minute the door opened until the end of the day. And, Mm. you know, that's so easy to do because there's so much to experience. 
remember the first time that I was struck by that. Um, it was at the Double Tree, and we had the doors to the ballroom closed. And it was, I think we were closing at 5.30 that day. It was time to end. And I figured, you know, people are breaking down now. I opened the doors, and it was a roar of activity. Like, everybody was having such a great time um, talking, connecting, guests that were learning things and buying things. And it's uh, it's very, very satisfying, very satisfying. Well, as a, you know, someone... You know, even though I volunteered, I'd walk around, obviously, and uh, look at the exhibits. I was part of, you know, the advantage of doing that. Um, and we're going off the live feed. I just want everyone to know uh, the uh, podcast will continue for another uh, number of minutes. But for those who are listening to live feed, you're listening to Getting on Top on Blog Talk Radio. And um, we're here Wednesday, uh, Tuesdays now from 4 to 4.30 p.m., and my guest today is Paula Caracappa, and we're talking about uh, Awaken to Your Best Self. Um, and the website is awakenfairs.com. Awakenfairs.com. So uh, those who want to, listening to the live feed, want to hear the, you know, the few remaining moments of the show, they can get to the podcast, fast forward it to the end, and uh, listen there. So I'm just saying, people are very nice, you know, Lovely. The people Lovely. in the booths are very nice, and mm-hmm. you know they're mm-hmm. just. Uh, you're right. It, there, is, there is definitely an atmosphere of, of, of friendship and camaraderie mm-hmm. uh, that uh, is palpable. Uh, one of the and, things, one of the things that um, I used to think early on about the Awakened Fair is, I love to give parties, and in a way, this for me is like giving a party. And um, it was sort of a combination of two things I liked: holistic and and hospitality. And today, one of the attitudes that I try to foster at the events is that it is like a party. And I think that people are very comfortable if two people that don't know each other are standing side by side. They talk to each other just as though they were at a party because there is that sense of being together, being together for a singleness of purpose, being together with like-minded people, and so it is a very comfortable environment for people to just relax and enjoy whatever it is they're learning. Hmm. And things they see and people, you know, people they meet and, uh, uh, you know, the uh, possibilities of working with the, the vendors. And uh, and the most popular part is always this, the uh, intuitive psychics, whatever you, <laughs> term you want to use. I don't mind using the word psychic. I know everybody yeah. changes terms these days, but yeah, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm uh, old fashioned. Uh, yeah, I mean, people want to know very, about. Isn't that interesting? That that to me, um, the as I said to you before, the perp, the main event, if you will, is the speakers. They're the ones giving the most direct education, which is the point behind the event. But you're absolutely right. What I see over the years is people are just dying to spend time with the intuitive readers or psychics, as you put it. Um, It has become a very big part of the fair. And um, some people come to the fair only for that. And I, Mm -hmm. you know, I encourage them to get out and look at the rest of the fair because while the readers are great, there's a lot more to it than that. Um, one of the things, and, and you're going to be the very first to know, you and your, any listeners you have, um, I am thinking of setting up a 
telephone psychic network. Um, really? And, yeah, yeah. Somebody approached me who had a wow. program, I guess, that will do this. I've got hundreds and hundreds of uh, of psychic readers on my list, and maybe it's a way to fulfill something that people want, not just at the awakened fair, but when the fair is not happening. We'll see. We'll see. It's a it's a serious thought right okay. now. So Very interesting. You are the first. You got the. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> I'm getting on top on Block Talk Radio. <sighs> All right. Well, you know what? When you go public, let me get in on the uh, initial public offering, okay? Let's <laughs> see. And, and there's one other one other thing I'm working on uh, that's not a secret. It's been uh, we've been ha- out there since September. But um, Kathy D'Agostino, whom you know, and I mm-hmm. have uh, created a training program for holistic practitioners, and this kind of goes back to. The one of the reasons the Awakened Fair was created. You know, there are great practitioners out there and they are gifted at what they do and they're really bad at marketing themselves. Mm-hmm. And so um, we have created a program to help holistic practitioners really create a practice that can sustain them as business people as well as healers. So um, it's a six-month program. We, as I say, we started in September, so we're maybe about halfway through now. Um, and it's great. It's great. Kathy and I were at a program this morning led by a real um, hotshot business consultant, blah, blah, and everything he said was in our program. <laughs> so we felt very good about that. So life is good, Paul. I have to tell he's you. Part of, he's one of the presenters in your in your program? No. He's oh, oh, so, oh, someone. He's uh, he's actually a client. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Okay, so. excellent. Well, uh, yeah. time is up. But um, you know, uh, any parting words? Well, sure. Everybody should come to the Awakened Fair on January 30 and 31 at the Pennsylvania Hotel in New York City. We will have, you know, the usual array of fantastic readers. We have. Um, plenty of energy healers. Of course, we have our wonderful speakers. We um, This time we have only one room of speakers, and um, uh, so that sort of eliminates the confusion about should I go here, should I go there, what if I miss this? So it'll be one, one room going on all day with the recordings available immediately. And, of course, the uh, the vendors are always so interesting. They have great products and services to support a healthy lifestyle. And um, maybe if people are lucky, you will volunteer, Paul, and they'll get to see you there also. Absolutely. <laughs> You're talking about Tarrytown? No, I'm talking about New York City. Oh, New York uh, City. You'll think about oh, okay. That. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. I will. I, I will. I will definitely talk to you about that. You're talking about okay. the thirtieth. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank okay. you, everyone. Thank you, Paula, for uh, being my guest. Thank you, listeners. And if someone well, would like to find out, my my pleasure. If someone would like to find out more about me and what I do, you can go to depressivesanonymous.org. That's depressivesanonymous.org. Bye, everyone. Bye, Paul. Bye, everybody. Thanks, Paul. Bye-bye. I'm going to end with Very Train Freddy. Perfect. <laughs> He was up each morning with the dawn because he knew his
his daily run was long and hard and he had to be ready to get his freight train down the track determination he would never lack the little locomotive called freight train freddy Everybody was his friend and they all helped him to the end To keep those freight cars rolling along steady He never knew what to expect and was very careful not to wreck The little locomotive called Freight Train Freddy The little locomotive called Freight Train Freddy's. 